Hello and welcome to the 181st episode of the Cueta Podcast, the only podcast that comes with a money back guarantee. I'm your host Jared, and to my left is my lawyer, Mikey. Ugh, Nick, <laughs> Eric, and we are the Cueta Podcast. Guys, today on the show, we're going to give a brief rundown of what we've been watching in the week. After that, we are going to give a spoiler-filled review of the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So if you don't want to know about mescaline or uh, LSD, probably uh, go ahead and bow out and then come back after you've done watching the movie. Even if you are interested in those, probably yeah. just bow out. Just, no. No, no, just watch it. All right. All right. So, Mikey, what have you been watching this week? Well... Uh, let's see. I did watch a couple of things. I watched, uh... You've been watching the Cardinals whooping it on? Are the Cardinals playing? It Dude, not tonight, but they're doing good. Let's oh, talk about movies. In general, yes, they are playing uh, baseball. I wasn't sure. Baseball season, yeah. Is it? No, they I play 162 games a, a year, so yeah. usually you're right. If you just say that. Yep. Yeah, true. Well, anyway... What about uh, movies? I did watch, uh, I watched, uh, Hot Rod. Hot Rod, great, great movie. Oh, great movie. That's it. that's one of those, I think 30 years from now, people are going to keep talking about Hot Rod. I don't know. That's one of those you, genius you say that anybody talks like it now. Yeah, though. say nobody talks about it now except for us. They yeah. said the same thing about Walk Hard. Walk Hard is still being talked about. I heard about this podcast that did an episode about it where everybody loved it. Yep, it's true, and everybody did love it. So I'm just saying that uh, that movie's genius. Mm-hmm. It is. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then to my second film, I watched uh, Young Guns for the first mm. time ever. Not genius. Never seen right. it. Never seen it. Doesn't look good. It was okay. I mean, I've always wanted it's to no see It's no Young Guns 2. We'll say that. <laughs> oh, yeah? Young it's, Guns uh, 2 pretty good? It's, no, it's, it's terrible. Oh. It's, oh, it's, just, it's, it's historically accurate, Nick. I mean, right? That's like, what I thought. Young Guns? Like, uh, Billy the Kid? You mean to tell me he didn't yeah, pull a 100-yard ba- shot with a pistol? It's ba- it's history-based, man. Um. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a guy did. Claim Aren't you to be excited by history his, in his elder years? But he didn't like crawl out of the desert one day. Hmm. But no, whatever. I guess Nick doesn't like history. No. Uh, anyway. uh, What's up, Billy the <laughs> Kid? I love history. Not a big Emilio Estevez fan. That's true. However, um, what about his brother Blue Charlie Diamond Sheen? Phillips is pretty oh, yeah. yeah, I love him in La Bamba. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a great yeah. movie. Did you watch uh, anything interesting? When the uh, Young Guns guys rode in on the Flying V, like, did you like that part? <laughs> quack, quack, oh, wait, that's a different movie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> different Dude, movie I, of Speaking of Flying Vs, this weekend, I was sitting at the Lake of the Ozarks, and guess what? A Flying V. It was not a Flying V. It was a Swimming V. All the ducks were in a V. Yeah, while they were on, on the, the lake. Yep, and then what? one would fall out, and did then the other one would fill in. Mikey, huh. did, you, cool. did you turn to the other degenerate next to you that was probably sleeping on a park bench Maybe. and say the quack attack is back, Jack? No, but I thought that. Okay. I um, figured the person I was with wouldn't get more was probably there waiting for uh, people to throw bread. <laughs> why are you going to the Lake of the Ozarks without me? Great. Not was, cool, man. I just Not go cool. every I didn't get an weekend. invite. What about you, Eric? You go every weekend Almost. and you never invited me? That's my well, actually, I did, go there. I, did, I did go with you there. Um, with you there that's true. Well, yeah. he doesn't yeah. have room for your stuff in his Yeti cooler. Yeah. It's me me and Mikey went to Lake of... <laughs> oh, it's not even Yeti close cooler. to four. Are you kidding me? Me and Mikey went to uh, Lake of the Ozarks in, like, April. Yes. it was, And the water was freezing. We went to the party cove, and there was one other boat there. Yes. But we partied with those people. We did. Nice. It was crazy. And, and then Chad Pyle tried to swim because he was like, oh, I don't care how cold it is. And then the boat floated away from me like guys guys come back come back and get me it was a pretty great weekend it actually. was and then i backed yeah. the boat up to him and he had to swim away yeah. nice uh let's what about see. the movies you watched this week uh i also watched uh 
Man, this was a classic. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is a wonderful one. It's got star-studded. Red Fox. <laughs> Love me some Red Fox. Uh, Eddie Murphy. I don't Richard even know Pryor. what movie Red Fox is in. What is this? Harlem Nights. Oh, man. Never seen it. Movie. It's on my voodoo. You can watch it. I have seen that one, man. How am I supposed to watch good it? Ones. He's talking to me. I have it in my bedroom. That's true. Yeah. Come over gotcha. and watch it in Nick's bedroom. No, please mm. don't. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you have to you have to sit on my bed with me to watch it. Yes, it's true. Mm-hmm. It was half saying here. stuff like that was a lot less creepy when I lived in a dorm room. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and then uh, let's see. I watched Club Dread and Trailer Park Boys, Ugh. Ugh. which Club Dread's great. Yeah, almost as good as Trailer Park. Doesn't Boys. Doesn't look good. Are, are, have you never it, seen that no. Club it's, Dread? I like oh Club my Dread. Goodness, Even the trailers look terrible. Hilarious. I like Club Dread. It's not. Good. It this is, is a coming, horror spoof. This is coming from the guy that doesn't like No Country for Old Men. Don't listen. Look, oh look, look, listen to Eric. <laughs> look, I'm not saying it's going to win an Oscar. It's but it's, no, it you won't. go in knowing that it's Broken Lizard, and yeah. it's those guys. And I had fun with it. Dude, it, it it's Farva is a massage therapist. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Farva, the, the, the big guy, guy from Super Trump. Whatever is it, Leader Cola guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like I, that I'll guy. talk about this in a minute, but the I don't only Farva. good movie those guys ever made was Super Troopers. Yep. And Club Dread. I don't know about Super no. Troopers 2, but I, I'm working on that. I, I do, like I said, I don't, I, it, I wouldn't it bet my life on it, but I remember liking uh, Club Dread. Like I, I'd go. This is not Super Troopers. Did they but I like Fest it, too? Yeah, I like yeah. Beer Fest yes. too. Great movie. Like too. neither one of those I thought was not great near as good as uh, Club, Dread, Club Dread. Though. Terrible. So Club Dread's getting the the ringing Mikey endorsement. Oh, absolutely. I right. watched a movie this week that made both of those movies look amazing, though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you Super done, Mikey? Two? Are you done or what? Oh yeah. All right, this week yeah. I watched Super Troopers 2. Yeah. Uh, this week I was supposed to watch Super Troopers 2. Still haven't done it yet. All right. Um, it's been sitting on my... Didn't you uh, borrow guess, that from somebody? Yeah, it's been sitting over so here. So you don't have it a friend. Yeah. You've lost a friend probably. Because <laughs> you've had a Super Troopers 2. Eric, Eric brought it to watch with me and I watched it without him as well. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's I was awesome. bored. Wait, wait. You, did, you watched it without me? Uh, no. No, no, I well, no. here's the thing. I didn't watch well, yeah, it I with did. you because because you said that you were you didn't want to watch it with me because you were going to watch it with like a family member. I was, and then that fell through. Oh, and so I thought I thought ago. that's when you watched it, and then like, I was like, I better watch oh. this before Eric returns. I didn't know you just True. literally took it and watched it. No. So what'd you think? Uh, I mean, it was just sitting out here. I didn't take it. Yeah, it was like you stole it. Literally it. inches from the yeah. Blu-ray display. Um, what did I think? Horrible. Was it? Yeah. Horrible. Dang. Is how many um, jokes are basically nudge nudge this happened in the first one and we're doing it there again? There was like I'm sure they do the meow thing. Oh yeah. And, yeah. They even got Gaffigan back, which I can't I'm kinda surprised he did it, but I don't know. Might have been a favor. Yeah. Um there there was not and I'm really not exaggerating because I I wanted to like this movie because I do like super troopers. There was not a joke. That really? landed in that movie. I mean, <laughs> I not a single <laughs> one, man. Yeah, it's 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 rough. It's not even like you can't even like laugh at it because it's bad and like it's supposed to be bad and it's fun. It's like more boring. Mm-hmm. Like it's just bad, bad, bad. All right, horrible. It, that kind of confirms what I yeah. assumed about the movie. Um, I still want to watch. About it. halfway into it, I was like, "Have they started the movie? Like, uh, what's what's happening here? Uh, just bad. random skits." Um, I don't even know what to, how to explain the movie. Now, I did ask him just for frame of reference, and he said uh, that it was better than this movie. But I asked him if it was uh, how compared to uh, Dumb and Dumber 2, and he said, well, I did finish Super Troopers 2. So yeah, but that on it in itself. True. I doubt you love 
Super Troopers one like you do Dumb and Dumber. Uh, no, I don't. So yeah, that, that might have. Here's the thing: I'm wrong. I'm open to watching Super Troopers two, even though I think it looks terrible. I'm not open to watching Dumb and Dumber two. I like um, that movie. I've never understood why people don't like it. What the Dumb second one? Oh, no. oh, it's terrible. I'd, that one made me angry. This one, I just kind of nothing. I nothing <laughs> Super Troopers two. I don't know. I wasn't mad that I watched it. I didn't want to like turn it off. I just wow, that was nothing. Yeah. It was just nothing. All right, what else did you watch? Uh, I went to the theater and watched Christopher Robin. Yeah, man, I really want to see it. It was nice. Yeah, uh, I yep. think nice is the best way to describe it. Didn't it not get it really nice? No, it was uh, like they were very middle to. Upper. I was like, it was very like mediocre. Winnie the Pooh, yeah. Christopher Robin. Yeah, like like <laughs> upper sixties, lower seventies I mean, kind of thing. Like um, I would say if you're gonna go into that movie, go in knowing that it is a kids movie. Yeah, um, it's not an edgy Christopher Robin movie where he's an adult. And can dark. I can I watch that movie? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> Uh, if that happens, I mean, it's very much like you take your kids and, you know, you like it. The, yeah. anima- the animation that they did uh, is really cool looking. The voices are spot on. But you're you're such a big fan of Jaws. Why didn't you go see the Meg? Because I heard it's oh, the Jaws, man. but just better. Because it's bigger. Because the bigger shark. Because it's bigger. Yeah. It's better than Jaws. Yeah. Huh, Why didn't you go weird. see that? Well, no, I didn't even think about it. It has that. to be better because the shark is bigger. Well, yeah. And it's fake. So the what shark probably worked the whole time, too. Hmm. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. I actually know somebody that saw that movie, told me it was really good, and I was like, all right, man. Okay. <laughs> I do, I do uh, really want to see it, though. Say. I'm not going to lie. I do want to watch it um, in the theater. Is, yeah. it, is it, it kind of like a Sharknado thing, or is it supposed to be like a serious uh, I asked him that. He said if if you're to take Jaws and you're to take Sharknado and you kind of put it somewhere in between, it's stupid, but it's not Sharknado stupid. Well, that sounds bad. That's like, kind of what like I said. go one that's way what, or the yep. other. Yep, go huh. full Sharknado. I mean, I don't know. I didn't see the Dude, movie. I Sharknado? The four-headed Sharknado? shark. What is it called? You said Sharknado. Oh, my God. Uh, what I, is the four-headed, like four-headed shark. shark? I forgot about that. I watched that while I was at the lake. Oh, man. That's a movie? It's a, it's a movie. About a um, shark with four heads? No, no, no. It's a movie about my a shark with five heads. Oh. <laughs> but it, what? But, but, Wait, it's called yep. The Four-Headed Shark? But it has oh, half half But here's the thing. Halfway through making the movie. Make it five. No, no, no. Halfway through making the movie, they were like, you know what would be better than four heads? <laughs> oh no! Have a head grow out of the tail, which is exactly uh, what happened. The, there's uh, a head on the tail. There is oh. four heads and one on the tail. <laughs> four-headed, double-ended shark. And oh, then I noticed that awesome. there's a three-headed shark yeah. uh, that goes before that, and maybe even a two. I don't know. But I just watched four-headed because it was on, and I was like, "That's a four-headed shark." And I, then about twenty minutes later, I was like, "There's another head on the tail of that thing." I like it. So, yep. Yeah. Um, your your experience with the person that you said uh, saw Meg and yeah. something like that. Uh, I had a similar experience at work. Uh, someone bought Annihilation, and they're like, "Oh man, I've heard great things about this. I'm so excited to finally get yeah. to see it." Did you tell me and, an idiot? And, and all I said was, "Oh yeah, man, uh, have fun." <laughs> Instead of what I wanted to say, which is, "Don't buy this don't, movie." Don't, no, don't no, no, do no. It. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah, you just say, "Oh man, I, I hope you enjoy it." Even if you love the film, dislike it, just say, "Oh yeah, I hope you love it." Do the, do the that way they, plan they again for anyone? That's, that's exactly that right. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's I I did my version of that, which was just not tell them all the things mm-hmm. I wanted to tell them. Yeah. I figured that was for the record. I like that movie. So that was enough. Uh, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Though I do think that if they don't make sequels to it, that that movie is uh, has no purpose. But. I, and I don't think they're going to make sequels about it. So until we pick Annihilation, so I think no we can. Purpose. Well, I mean, I as like right now. I like it as a part one. If they don't end up making part two or three, I think the movie's useless. But uh, let, let we'll pick Annihilation sometime and and fight about it. No, please. Let's mm. not. What is I really don't want to watch that stupid movie. Mm. Again. It's a science fiction movie. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bah. 
I did go back to the theater this week mm-hmm. for uh, Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. Heck yeah, extended, extended version. Yep, that's right. Which it turns out is really long. Yeah, yeah, like really, mm-hmm. really long. Yeah. In fact, I was looking it up. Three hours and forty-five minutes. Because this next Monday, I'm going to Return of the King. Four extended. hours and fifteen minutes. Oh, oh dude, it's gonna be. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be so tired. Yeah. But anyway, that's it for me. It's worth it too. Oh, it, it was great and fun actually. But every uh, every year, I like to read the Harry Potter's and watch the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, I do too. And at home, it's yep. much easier. It is easier. <laughs> in a theater. It's like I really wish they would bring back the intermission. Like I could use a stretch. Yeah, even the Blu-rays have an intermission. Right. So. Yeah. Oh. All right, Eric. What about for you, sir? Uh, I watched one thing. Okay. Did you make it a good one? Yes, uh, I don't think I watched anything else. At least not not, not to my memory. Um, I am caught up, so I watched one more episode of Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you nah, have you man, watched Christy that episode? I, yet? The things have Jared, been crazy in our house. I so good. I I not even, I won't even say. I, I'll just say because this I I can say this without. It, it's sort of a, it's not a spoiler. As you can say, it's a it's it's telling you something about what happens, and it's it's not at all a spoiler. As we've talked about before, the more time that goes on in Better Call Saul, the more side cast of characters make appearances that maybe even were just slight appearances in Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. There is an appearance, first time appearance on Better Call Saul from one of my favorite uh, Breaking Bad characters of all time in this last episode. All right. The moment I I watched it, which was after talking to Jared that day, and I knew he hadn't, uh, he was not caught up either. I was just like, oh, I want to. I almost texted you. Watch was late though. Watch the wanted, shows with Christy and I. I wanted to text really you and just hard. be like, find a way to watch it, man. You're gonna be ex- like, it's just a good time. Though I did buy a headphone splitter, so now when Christy and I watch movies when the kids go to bed, we can both be wearing our headphones. <laughs> so you listen to make sure the kids aren't dead. Huh? You, you, uh, you hear fine. that all I mean, you? Like, what uh, if one of them starts screaming and like you can't hear it? You hear well, that all the you young people out there? Romance isn't dead. That's true. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, in that case, Nick, even if I was to. listening, you just hear me go, "Shut up and go to bed." <laughs> yeah, this, so this, is, this Chris, is what you is have Chris to look forward plug to. In her uh, earbuds into that thing. Uh, she listens to a pair of Sennheiser HD 380s. Oh, oh that's pretty nice. She likes those. Were they nice. extra ones that you stopped using? Jordan? I was never a big fan of the Sennheiser HD 380s, but she seems to really like them, oh, and so right. that's fine. All right, uh, nothing else from you. That is it for me. Cool. Just uh, the only thing that I watched of Substance this week episode. is I start, I'm only four episodes in, so I'm not finished the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, Disenchant. Disenchant. What is it? I'm just oh, going to say it for I you. watched that, too. I forgot about that. Did you finish it? Yes, I did. I knew you watched four episodes. Yeah, I watched the rest. So I've watched four episodes. Let me say my piece. I like it a lot. Um, I'm giving it a benefit of a doubt because Simpsons early and both Futurama early. Um, The shows are not why I love them. It's the the character development that happens, and then the shows really take off later. Having said that, I still like it, and there has been funny parts already. So I'm in. I think the animation is beautiful. Uh, characters are interesting. The voice uh, voice characters are really, really good. Nick, what did you think after having seen the whole season? I have the same opinion. So I think it's very promising for a season. Yeah. Uh, this really is something I was looking too. forward to, but I don't know how many episodes was. I think it's 10, 10, isn't it? Yeah. 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Are they half hour, I would imagine? Yeah. Yeah, they're half hour-ish. That's the cool thing. Like, one episode I watched was 35 minutes, one was 28. Because it's Netflix, they can just kind of make it how they want to and not worry about it. Um, It is interesting. I actually, um, it's the first time I'm watching a show in 4K on it. Oh, really? I don't know if, like. On a non-4K? Did you not even have 4K? Yeah, I do. Oh, you do have 4K. You know how many Ks his TV has? Dude. Four. Four of them. That's right. oh, wow, that's a lot of K's. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. So, so like, with wow. the shots right. when, um, like, it shows like the uh, the big city and all that from afar. Those shots are so beautiful. Oh uh, yeah, where it's kind of like three D. Does it look yeah, better than cool. what you normally get to watch on your four K TV? Some Paw Patrol or <laughs> Paw Patrol and Blaze Patrol. and uh, Word Party. So did you Wolf. see? Did you see the episode where the the little? Um, was he an elf or the something? devil thing? Oh, the yeah, uh, he Elfo like walks up. <laughs> His name yeah, is Elfo. Elfo <laughs> walks up on the city. He's like, "Whoa, it's so small." Oh wait, no, I'm far away. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a stupid but funny joke. Yeah, I like it. All, All right, right, that's cool. Um, so with that, uh, let's start the arguing and start talking about fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Okay, let's go. The movie that Mikey picked for this week is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, the budget was somewhere around $15 million. Um, no, I, I scratched that. Whatever it was, it lost some money. Awesome. Uh, wasn't that a, makes me so happy. The movie Cold wasn't classic. high budget, and it wasn't very below the, the line, but it did lose money. This is one of those films that didn't make a lot of waves when it came out, but has really had a resurgence later. It's considered S- a cult classic. Specifically oh, yes. because of a Criterion collection, which I is an odd, it is an odd um, entry into their collection. Hmm. Um, Dude, what are you talking both about? Versions, DVD and Blu-ray. Bill yeah. and Ted: uh, Bogus Journey is in uh, is in the Criterion. Oof, well, that's that makes discrediting. Sense. Yeah. Nick, don't even it's do bad. that. I'm okay with you making fear and fu- fun of fear and love. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Bill and Ted alone. Uh-oh. Yeah, Leave real, Bill, real and, Ted Bill alone. and Ted That was. I'm gonna go pick comedy. at your house when we're done. Yeah. Leave Bill and Ted alone. <laughs> All right. Um, and the. Rotten Tomatoes rating, I thought this was interesting, 49%. Yeah. Not 50, but 49%. It does seem a little high. Yeah. Mm, we'll see. No, I agree. All right, let's go around and give our star ratings. Um, be honest. Don't be. Don't try to like give it your rating of like when you thought you were cool in high school. I, and Here's the thing. Give it the real rating. Come on. Here's the thing. Regardless of what oh, I can see, I still enjoy this oh, movie. Oh, come on. I know I see it in a different light having watched it for this podcast, but I'm still at a four star. Mike, oh five my stars, gosh. four Easy star. five stars. You guys are blind. There, I'd You're do blind. ten stars if I could. Ten stars. It really, could. it really makes me question your judgment in movies. Seriously, <laughs> no. it seriously does. I, I mean, this is a one. That's as low as I can go. One. Oh, Eric. Uh oh, he's a shock jock. Eric's gonna disappoint I'm not us. This he's, is not, no, he's I'm gonna, not trying to do oh, anything. Yeah. Else. I knew he's Nick the Howard Stern of podcasting. Nick didn't like it. Uh, younger Eric or older Eric is about to disappoint slightly younger. Eric. Yeah, I figured. It uh, I used to remember liking this movie a lot more. Uh, two and a half, man. This, <sighs> this. Please. Here's the thing. Please. No, 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 no. Shock jock. That I, I don't even know that it deserves a two and a half. I it just doesn't. feel like. I feel like the, there's still an enjoyment that I have whenever I watch it, and I know how it used to be for me. Like, mm-hmm. it hasn't lost that. But, like, I'll say this. 
we'll, we'll get there. But I'll say this. This movie was tiresome for me to watch. I, I kept checking the, the time of how long. That's never a good sign. It turned out I have an I, eternal clock of 30 minutes almost exactly. I think because every 30 minutes. If I was this was my time. first time watching this movie, two and a half would be way overkill. Because of my memories of this movie, I think, I, I, I think I'm sitting at a two and a half. So it's, okay. like a, it's a one then. I would I mean, honestly. I, you're honest with yourself. No, I a, would say a human being an adult person with <laughs> I, no, with sense no. in his head. Sense in his head, he'd give it five, no. ten. This is what I'm hearing because from here's, America. Here's it's like I I want to love this movie because I loved it when I was young. So no. I'm going to give it. Well, look, two if I had watched this right now, it wouldn't have been a one. Oh come on, a one is a twenty percent. To me, this is higher than a twenty percent. The the there are. Glaring mistakes. We, we with this all movie. have different ideas of this rating system. I, I would I say, I would say mistakes. probably the most fair, but I'm sticking with my two and a half. The most fair would be a one and a half to two for the way that I just watched this current movie. So a one then, um, which right. is to me, a, like I said, a thirty to forty percent. Um, so an F. Let's I'm get into things. That. We're just gonna. I'm, I'm sticking with the two and a half. Let's get into Try things that we like. <laughs> I'm gonna be your biggest stars. defender. Don't alienate yeah. me. <laughs> Let's get into things that we liked. Um, and actually, let me let me preface this as we go. Uh, the very first time I watched this movie, I turned it off in the scene when Johnny Depp is in the bar and the people turn into dinosaurs, and I thought, I'm done. I I can't. I don't understand what's going on with this film. So even my very first time watching this film, I was completely turned off from it. Mikey oh, was so the one that. So your genuine reaction to the movie. Well, but he, no, 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 no. Okay. But here, no. There's Wait, a there's been here. many movies that we've turned around on, like yeah. vastly, and that are some of our favorite movies. Now. Mikey was the one that convinced me to to continue and watch it, and I've enjoyed it ever since. And watching it this time was one of the oddest experiences for watching a film because I could. It was almost like a split level. I could see as I was watching it that it was not the movie I remembered. That the these scenes don't work. But here's the problem. Every scene I enjoyed watching for some reason, be it the weird direction, um, Johnny Depp and or um, Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> how you, how Del Toro. can you not say his name at this point? He can't. He just couldn't think of it. Ben, what? Can you, uh, you, you sound like you're going to have... Benicio Del Toro. Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, I said it right. Right. Um, I'm gonna mess that up. I don't think it matters in this podcast. What'd you, how'd you say it? Benicio? Uh, Bisu. He said it Did wrong. You say That's all you need. I'm gonna I've call him. Said, I'm gonna his his Star Wars character I character's like name is DJ. So you need to learn how to pronunciate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> hey, his Star Wars character's name is DJ. So for the rest of this podcast, I'm just gonna call him DJ. And I'm gonna call him Benicio because that's how he pronounces. I love it. DJ Tanner too. All oh. right, so no. Basically, be it set direction, the music, uh, the wacky performances, the audacity of the movie, there is no scene that I didn't enjoy watching, even though from a film perspective, I could be like, this scene is terrible. This should not be here. Um, I'm specifically looking at you, the scene with the cop. Um Huh. Even, even that scene Love was hard for me. To, All right, I, I'm going to stop you right there. Is that the only scene you the thought had redeeming? The only thing I thought had, <laughs> had like a shred of like humor to me yeah. was uh, that scene with Gary. Was the was the uh, not not the scene where he was like 
kiss me or whatever. That yeah. was stupid. But the part where he first pulls him well, over. Yes. Like the interaction between him and the cop there, I actually thought that was that was pretty funny. I also like his idea of speeding up but also turning on your blinker. I <laughs> yes. thought that was pretty him, interesting. Him, oh, yeah. him explaining yeah. this process. This is not what the, the cop, cop wants. <laughs> the cop wants to chase you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which your average speeder will. Yes. To me, that's just. This is a mistake. Um, Got to be the writing of the book, I would think. That yeah. sounded like a case. Uh, you know what? That's from. an interesting Most question. Stories, I don't know. Um, Most so, Mikey, I when you originally picked this movie, the thing I thought in my head was I need to stop Mikey from talking about the writing of Hunter S. Thompson the whole time. So, before we go forward, I would like to get this out of the way. Why don't you tell us about the book and the movie and compare um, if this is a faithful transition? If this is a lot Extremely of Larry, extremely faithful. I mean, every first of all, with the exception of the. Uh, uh, um, too weird to live, too rare to die. Yeah. Um, all the narrations were quotes from the book, quoted. Okay. Um, that makes then, sense. Now, it feels the only that reason way. that the only reason that wasn't was because when his friend uh, Oscar Azeda, who was the the lawyer, DJ. No, 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 Benin- Benincio. Yeah, DJ. Yeah, yeah, Benincio. Um. So anyway, Benicio del something. Del Toro. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, uh, he our, died. Uh, he died mysteriously in Mexico or something, and uh, they never found out how. So that was when they finally pronounced him dead. He wrote a uh, big long thing in Rolling Stone about him, and they took that from that. Other than that, I mean, it's so very, it is still something that he had written. It just wasn't yeah, part of that. It just wasn't it's, in the book. Um, other than that, though, pretty much everything is right directly the, taken from and it. And really, the only things that you miss are still pretty awesome, but. I mean, there's one where, if you remember the monkey, he did like a three-page long thing on how he was buying that monkey and all that, and he went back to go get it, if you remember. But um, What about the tone of the? Because I, I read somewhere, I, I forget where I was reading it, but it said that this movie takes a very funny approach to a to where the book they felt was a much more darker version of the story. Do you pick really up on that? that. I, I've read the book, a co- well, I mean, I've listened to it on audiobook, but... Oh, so um, there's a difference? There well, is. Well, I don't, I don't know if there's a difference or not. You guys an, can be the You're an elitist that, if you say that. I have no idea. All I know is I've listened to the audiobook a couple of times, and I've never... Does Johnny Depp read it? No, I wish oh, he would, though. Dude. And they've, they actually got a, they've actually got a guy that read one of his other books that sounds exactly like him, and I wish they would at least pay him to do it. Yeah. That drives me nuts. But anyway... Uh, I've n- I've never seen it as that, but that also may be because I've probably watched the movie a hundred times before I ever read the book. So, here's another thing that I'd like to throw out there um, before we move on. If you want to know Mikey, if you really want to get inside his head, you need to understand Fear and yes. Loathing in Las yeah. Vegas. That's <laughs> no, a hard pass. <laughs> yeah. for me. First off, uh, has anybody? I I know you guys have, but follow me around the bend here. Okay. When have you guys been around Mikey when he's drunk? Yes, of course. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Who has Does it? anything seem familiar about Mikey drunk to you? He becomes Johnny Depp's character. His mannerisms, the things that he says, the way that he moves, I'm telling he, you. He literally moves. I've seen him I've seen him be drunk and walk in the same way that yes. he does that. Yes. That I do knee, that with Red Fox that too. knees out walk yes. that he that uh, he does. The way that he moves oh, yeah. his arms yeah. becomes this. I'm telling you. I do well, he'll talk lean with my arms back a lot more when like, I'm drinking. like Johnny Depp does I do, do like that. But I think a lot of people do that. Trying to think back to that party cove. I don't think I got hammered because I drove the boat that day, didn't I? Oh, no, you drove the boat. We all drove the boat. Well, that's true. 
But you drove it after we started. Mikey drinking. already kind of has adopted a lot of the mannerisms from Johnny what Depp's the character. God, what? Keep Just going. keep going, man. You're the worst. <laughs> what did I say this time? <laughs> no, it's mannerisms. Man- you okay. said manure, like you have an Guys, aneurysm. I'm talking <laughs> like you're Stop. having right. an aneurysm. All right. All right. I know I mispronounce yeah. words, but I'm. I you can't call me out on ones I pronounce right, except quick. You didn't. Okay, whatever. You can rewind the tape. Uh-huh. Just go ahead, man. What a jerk. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, I forget what I was saying now. Uh, Mikey has already adopted his memorisms. Mannerisms. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. that. I love that Jared corrals the group to take it seriously and oh, does it you again. Well, you know. All right. All right. It's over now. It's the only way he can redeem himself. He already oh. acts a lot like his character in this movie yeah. more and more as the years have gone on. But I'm How's telling you, the drunker he gets, the more he channels this I'm character. Fascinated with him. Um, I'm fascinated with well, Andres Thompson. He is one of the most interesting people I've ever heard about in my entire life. Interesting or just high? No, absolutely I think there's a difference. The guy, the, the way the guy was politically, the way he, the way he wrote. I mean, he, this guy was uh, really what taught me uh, Whatever. I mean, this is how little I paid in, paid attention in school, but I never really understood like authors until. No, I didn't. Like, I I honestly did not see. I read all books. No, no, no. I read. I want a shirt. This is I didn't understand authors. Mikey Weiderman. I didn't. I, well, I'm not gonna. I, I won't deny it. Oh I, my god! Hold on. I gotta know what he means by I didn't. Uh, yeah, understand that's true. Authors. Well, no, yeah. No, I did not understand and the the disdain that he said he, that with too. When I well, because that's the thing. Everything that I had read up until the point where I first of all started reading, uh, well, read Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and then also saw the movie. I never realized the art that went into writing. Oh, I yeah. never, I never, I never read Charles Dickens like. I read it because school forced me to, so I didn't pay any attention to it when I read it. Um, the way that he wrote, I just, I loved it. I've always loved it. I mean, even as political, I've read, I, I went, well, audiobooks again, but <clears throat> um, I'm pretty sure I've read everything. I, I got The Great Shark on 3, I think. And the, I mean, I've read everything else. Um, I love the guy. I watched documentaries on him. He You're not the only person me. I know, though, that is fascinated with he him. Seems and to I don't have, understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't either, but I have a feeling it. Look, if I'm I not, read his books, I feel I'm not saying he's not an interesting character. Like, I'm interested. Him, as a, him as, a, as a person is an interesting character, too, though. But I'm interested by Hunter S. Thompson. What I don't understand is the, like, idolization yeah. of well, Hunter S. Thompson. That's what I don't one, understand. He was... he. He in that time, you have to understand that back then, that, all, that was all people read was things like Charles Dickens. There were things that were um, just kind of above what? Well, yeah, oh. seventy nineteen seventy two. You didn't read Mikey. When do you think Charles Dickens was being published? I know he was being published early. I'm just saying that they they were not. You didn't read books about drug use. So right. well, actually, do you know what I for that. on the road was. Been written a long time. Anyway, I need to finish yeah. reading that. I've actually started. Um, finished what it. I was thinking when I was That's watching the, the movie because I actually had this kind of the th- question that Eric is asking about why why this guy. What it dawned on me when I was reading, uh, listening to this, uh, t- watching this movie this week is he was blogging 
That's kind of what he was doing at that time. Kind of the the like a stream of consciousness. No, yeah. No. He. The story behind this is kind of funny, but I, no. What it was was he was an author that turned into a. a um, he started writing for Rolling Stone, and he by the way, can I say real quick? Culture writer. We, um, we this is the second movie we've done on a Rolling Stone writer, yeah. and it is the second best movie that we've done on a Rolling Not Stone writer. Wait, what, oh, almost famous is almost much famous. better. No, than we did movie. almost famous. Well, our, yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. I will. Uh, you picked it. that forever. I was gonna say, it, you, you managed to do a, a topic that is somewhat similar. Not really. I mean, it's music. Uh, I was more focused yeah, on, but that movie is great. Movie. Music versus... I'm just saying, yeah, I, I did have that thought. Sport. I was like, oh, wow, this is the second movie we've done on a Rolling Stone uh, writer, and it's my second favorite out of the two. No. no. All right, let's 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 go back to Just Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and try to focus there. All right. Um, so I've kind of given my broad statement about how this movie does all the things right with uh, regards to casting as far as the way that the movie is put together, editing... Uh, the look of the film, the special effects actually are really, really good, too, um, even though they didn't have much of a budget. That um, part where the carpet spins and then climbs yeah. up his leg, I thought I've was really I've seen that well carpet done. in real life. Really? At a hotel in Binion's. I have, pa- I have pictures of it. Oh. It's Binion's. It's, it's, <laughs> it used to how, be the Mint Hotel. How, how close were you to the carpet? It's the only reason I love Las Vegas. It is literally the biggest reason I love it, because I <laughs> can go there and I can still see Did you wake up carpet. on the carpet, Mikey? No, or? I wish I would have. Would have been awesome, but um, so Mikey, you're obviously. I mean, I to say that you love this movie would probably be an understatement. You're this is kind of a Star Wars type thing with you. Yes, um, going to some of the things that make this movie really I, to me, this is kind of one of those life defining movies. He put this in the you. same category. He gave it, it five stars as as Tarantino movies. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I mean, there for one, all the it, the things you guys see or say that you don't like about this movie. Well, I haven't heard them yet, but um, I've never seen them, and you'll never convince. He's like me. they're invalid. Yeah, well, you'll so never, we haven't even said them yet, but you you're already, already just discounting them. Wrong. Oh, That's yeah. right. Well, I'll just say this: whatever you can bring up, I I will just say they did it intentionally because that's the point of the film. The point of the film is to be crazy. The point of the film is. Can you not I, the, the worry way, about what we're going to make fun not, of it for later? Well, I'm not. I mean, What do you like about it, the movie? What man? do I like about yeah. it? I love the way he did it. Um, the guy that was going to make it uh, prior to this film was mm-hmm. going to do a animation of a skeleton going over a wave um, of bones when he did the wave speech. That's the difference of what you could have had versus what you got. This And, they, and Hunter fired him. He wouldn't let him make the film. Okay. Um, that's how that whole thing happened. Nick, do you there. even know what we're talking about when we say wave no, speech? I mean, I feel like I'm watching the movie <laughs> he, he was talking I'm, I'm about so, uh, the wave It's when he's talking really about hippie happening. culture and yeah. how it was cresting and they thought it was going to change everything. And he goes, if the, you look out here, you can yeah. see the water with the right line kind of eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. Which is, is nice line what they say is Hunter's best work. And Hunter even said it was his best work. Uh, that part um, specifically is is where I actually fell in love with this movie. The, the time that Mikey convinced me to to watch it again, I I think we've actually mentioned this part on the podcast before. I could be wrong, but let me go over it again. In my life, there's been a couple of times when I've watched a movie where a moment will capture me so hard that when it's done, I feel like I'm coming back to reality. Uh, yeah. The one part that I can specifically talk about 
there's a part in Sling Blade where a character has a conversation with a boy out by a river, and their conversation was so enrapturing to me that I had that moment of like, oh, I was watching a movie. Like, I, I completely go outside of myself. The first time I got to that part with the wave speech, when it was done and the scene cut, I had that same reaction of like, it really truly felt like I had left my body and I was coming back to it. Um, mm. It's a very rare thing and it's a very powerful thing that is not a common thing. Every time I watch this movie, including this time, I try to study that part. Like, because here's the thing I don't know what he's talking about in that speech. I tried to analyze it this time, and I was like, I'm not entirely oh, sure what he's talking mean? about. But what? Well, what do you guys mean is the purpose of the wave speech? What's the What's the? Thesis? I would not even assume to find any purpose in anything without, that happened in this movie at all. Without reading the exact talk, but he was talking about how, <clears throat> just about how the basically hippie culture, yes, was they thought they were changing thing and they were like things and they were part of things and they were going to change things for the better and all this stuff. And then it's kind of like him, like acknowledging it, what it feels like at least this time around watching it. That that's kind of like that part of him believed that at one point too. But it's and he's like admitting defeat in the hippie. Yes, yes, he's, he's, he's admitting defeat in the fact of like they thought that they were doing something greater, and it's like now he's like left with the like just this. It's like what he says at the end whenever uh, people think that you know they're gonna trip on acid and see some higher power or whatever when he's like, so your consciousness, you basically in his thing hit or whatever, you realize that like nothing's at the wheel and it's just darkness on the other end of the tube. Mm -hmm. Like, like it, like it said, I I take it as it's him basically looking out at what he had hoped drug culture and, and things could have been. And then what it actually ended up being. And then also there's the fact that his people lost, um, kind of thing. And the very fact that he's in a Las Vegas hotel, is important about where because that's why like the embodiment of that place is everything against what the hippies were fighting no, for. No, he's there because they're looking for the American dream. Uh, he, Hunter didn't believe that they well according to the the book or whatever. Um, they didn't they didn't be, they they didn't know whether the American dream existed or not. So they basically did all this stuff and then. Uh, we're trying to find the American dream. And now there's two serious parts in this film and one's the wave speech and the second one's the end where he does talk about the death of hippie culture and basically how they failed. I mean, Eric's completely right about that. Mm. That's, um, and that's well, what, what it is. Part of the reason it stands out for me is because it's not just because the, 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 the words he uses are, 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 you know, it's neatly worded because that's, to be honest, that's how the entire movie is. I mean, we'll get there, but that's one of my... Yeah, but there's something about there's that one, That's moment. my strength. No, the whole movie slows down in those two parts. The reason there's something about that moment is is because every other line, most throughout most movies that are getting, is is worded in a way that is like, still, he's he's poking fun at what he he's about and what he's saying, and he's, he's saying it in, like, he's trying to say things in clever ways. Which that way, he is, as a writer, he is trying to say something in a clever <laughs> way. But mm-hmm. he's saying... Well, everything else is just about a clever way to say mundane, like normal things. He's actually like for the first time, just like opening up and like being real. Like, yes, right. he's he's wording it really nicely, but he's he not about the oh, you know, like you know, this is what we thought of this man, and like you know, like it's just it's him being stop. It's him pausing for a moment yeah. and going, 
just like a giant sigh basically of just like you know it could have been better like i don't know like it i i that's why i like that moment and that's what it is he's he he's known for his tangents he'll go and he'll 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 write about things and then he'll go off on these tangents these long tangents and sometimes they're great sometimes you know sometimes they're not as good sounds as like they Kevin were before Smith. but um it's one of the few things that actually has emotion it, in like it. it's one of the things like a good example of that is at the beginning when tony to- tony mcguire toby mcguire gets in the in the car in the book he goes on like a three page long tirade on how this kid's never ridden in a convertible and the government or maybe it was him i can't remember who was going to do it but they should buy him a convertible just so he can have one and all this like a three page i mean it was a little excessive but yeah. um and that the the wave speech is I you know what i what love about that i just want to say real quick while we're talking about the toby Maguire thing in any other movie that kid would be the weird guy yeah. that kid that you pick right. up like he looks like the one that you need to be weird of the fact that they basically yeah. leave him terrified like yeah. to me i think is brilliant like the fact that was Tobey Maguire somebody when this movie no, was made? No, no. Yeah. So just a happy accident Six, that he became. No, well, I, I, you have no, to look at his. I'm sure he was in something. But yeah, but nothing. It's, it's, price, it's pri- uh, pre-Spider-Man. We when was oh, yeah. so? What year was this? Like uh, 96, I think. I thought it was 94. So it was I, I, House Rules. I was gonna say when was Cider yeah. House Rules? Uh, Cider House Rules was 99, I believe. I think yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, before we move on, Nick, did anything we say resonate with the wave speech? Absolutely not. <laughs> not only that, and I really, I don't want to offend you, but I can't even fathom bad. how you could be emotionally moved by something that doesn't even make sense to you. So it makes perfect sense to me. This whole movie is absolute nonsense. Maybe so. it did when I saw the movie back in the day, but I don't look, know. I wasn't well, rooting for hippie culture to win, but what I do understand is a human looking back at his basically his past and and realizing that like his life didn't go the way that he um, wanted. I mean, he may I not understand the details, but he gets he right. gets what. He's saying, I mean, he didn't make it that complicated. I mean, it, um, I mean, it's, I mean, I wasn't emotionally moved. I I think when he says that, he doesn't mean a hundred percent, he doesn't get it a hundred percent, but I mean, he understands what he's saying. I'm saying I can understand where it fits. I can empathize with someone who knows that they, that life didn't work out exactly how they thought they, that it would be like it, that it, they had a, a, a grander picture of the way that the world was supposed to be. And that they've become more cynical. Isn't like, that, as time goes. Isn't that so. what happens to every single teenager as they get older? I mean, well, I mean, I, I think that's that kind of what he's saying. Well, I'm maybe, just saying, like, he I wasn't a teenager at the time. He was like almost thirty years old. Yeah. Nick, what were you trying to say? It kind of sad. Uh, I was going to say, even if it is very profound and whatever, and it maybe, um, I, I don't know what the part to, resonates with a lot I of people. I don't know what it had to do it with does. this movie at all. Well, and here's the thing. This movie doesn't have a through line. No. you have. To um, it's kind of a Saturday Night line. Live type film where it cool. moves from one skit to the next skit nah, that with very little better. connective tissue. No. Saturday Night Live movies are ter- terrible. Oh, there's no. connective tissue there, but there's... You ever I seen mean, It's Pat, Nick? A... <clears throat> I, no, I don't think I have. It's <laughs> an interesting film. Night at the Roxbury has a good first 30 minutes I or love so. Night at the Roxbury. All right. Uh, let's move on from the wave speech. Anything else that you want to highlight, well, I mean, uh, Mikey? I, there's, I mean, this is the film that should have failed. There there should not be a cult following of this. It they did, were, well, it did it fail. Did fail. Yeah, well, it no, did no, no, no. Now, here's I mean, the thing. I think it has made a lot of money after the fact, but it was a commercial I, I, failure. I believe there was a, there's been a bunch of movies that were commercial failures. It's the, Wonderful the, Life. The, well, I don't. Well, I don't know if that was a commercial failure. It was. But what I'm saying is, this thing was brought back in cult status. I know it didn't do well. 
It, um, it does. Well, it did well because it, they got it cheap and they could play it every year. So they, uh, yeah. they started playing it a lot and it became became a cult classic. It's kind of what Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo for. also was a huge flop when it came out mm. and it's now uh, known as his best film. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, that's going to happen. I don't. So think you're saying this is kind of like uh, Dewey Cox, Walk Hard. I mean, no. I don't know if I would. I, uh, this is I don't know. This is something. It grows in its genius as it gets older. Well, I, I think that there's a lot of because Walk Hard is Hunter. genius. I think a lot of people are interested in the guy. I love that movie. Like I am, and the the thing is, is they like they like to watch it and they like to show their friends it and they like you know and yeah, some people like it, some people don't. Movie. You're gonna have that, and I think that's what's created the success. And because he is an interesting guy, and he always wasn't, and all the way to the day he died, his suicide note was the weirdest note that you've ever read in your life. No, that's because his brain I, was completely done. Man. No, no, he, yes. he was fine. No, no, he, he no, he was still writing for Sports Illustrated. He died writing I'm a sure story for. I'm uh, sure here in that uh, position. And what he, did the rough drafts looks like? Uh, like Mikey, I have no idea. That, for an editor, well, and that was a lot of the problems with. <laughs> Who him. knows? That's probably why he killed himself as well. Um, he was also he becoming just, very strange and paranoid in his older life. On well, uh, he was getting, well, yeah. And he was also wheelchair ridden. He used to, he'd never, I mean, one of the quotes from, uh, I don't even want to say this because Nickel fly off the handle, but yep, let's, he's, let's leave he's it always off. been a, he's always been a very strange guy. Um, and, and I think people are infatuated with that. Well, and, Mikey has aspired to be the strangest guy that he can. I love it. So. And I mean, it, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, and, and, and getting back to the film, I I don't think that there's a better example of a film that really should not have worked in any way, shape, or form, but it did somehow. I mean, as creative as they were with this, this could have gone either way. Um, the way that they did the camera movements and had Johnny Depp act um, in those things, this film could have just very easily ruined everybody's career that had anything to do with it, and... It didn't. It actually did the exact opposite. Yeah. Um, they. Did I think get this would be around the time movie. when Johnny Depp. He was already kind of a critical darling, but uh, Benicio del Toro didn't have. I think the movie he did after this was Excess Baggage, yeah. um, or maybe it was right. I think before, the movie they got but, him in the spotlight was uh, Traffic. I think that's well, really right, where I started seeing his rise. I think he got. I think he, well, but this. I think this put him there because, like I said, the next one was right. Excess it's Baggage. It's very good. So that's Look, right. Yeah, say that's what you where want. all that comes from, Nick. Come on, that, say what right you want about the movie. Their performances yeah. are w- what they're going for. They're they're yep. they're weird. They're original. They're, yeah, they're you can not cons- like it. But, but my point is, exactly you can do that and be. you can fail. They're very consistent too. Like, well, yeah, those characters stay very much like those characters throughout the entire film. There, there's One, plenty of art house people who have tried to make films odd and strange like this that people don't understand and you get that I you mean, just need more vomit on the happen, side of the car a lot of the time yes <laughs> now that blu-ray's here you didn't notice that on the vhs what about but, the scene um what's the doctor's name dj dr gonzo uh when he's in the bathtub and he convinces johnny depp to throw the radio in <laughs> that is one of my favorite scenes yes of this whole that's where i that's think right that scene is from. hilarious Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, and that's right before the do, waves. Do you know what like happens the, every the best, time that I watch that movie during that scene? Hmm. Is I try and reconcile with my brain. I'm already watching two characters that I can't understand as human beings, right? Yeah. The choices they make. The idea that even after that, I know that Johnny Depp is about to go in the other room and try and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. I can't wrap my head around the like. 
I mean, that one point where he says, you know, oh, you know, you never turn your back on a guy. With, uh, on, you never turn your back on a drug. You, like, and he leaves because he's like, it's too dangerous of a situation. Like, he, like, completely goes back on that, like, <laughs> like right after that and does it. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. in that where it is the, like, weirdest thing. If that was, a, like, a, if that really happened, I'm just that like, that so happens funny. in the world. Yes. Like, if it gets that bad, like, I don't know. I'm just saying the fact that you would just go in another room with a person that much and, like, holding a knife in the other room and then just be like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take it and nap. smoke like, DMT. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying that that is all my, is as cool as the scene is every time I've watched it aside from the first time when I didn't know what was happening. I just go, how do you, I'm just trying to reconcile how a human could go in that and leave himself that unprotected. So hard. Well, and, yeah. and here's one thing I would like to, I would like to say to Nick the first time, you know, it's I, okay that Nick doesn't like, I know, movie, right? but you didn't it's like okay. it the first time. And honestly, neither did I. I've seen this more than once. The fir- oh, well, I don't <laughs> so know. You can just stop right yeah, there. I, but he I, didn't like it before this movie. I, I, yeah, I, I was, much, I was obviously time, much more mature than this. you guys as a teenager. Cause I saw this movie for what it was way back. Then. No, no, <laughs> I will say this just as Mikey showed Jared, this mm. Jared showed me this. And I believe I did not on my own. Cause I, I think what had sparked that as well was I did not make it through my first time watching it yeah and you told me no 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 like just give it a chance sit down and just watch it and then i did like it after that for right or for wrong but um you you basically and when i say this jared and i were we we were not i, I we, wasn't friends with there we weren't uh yeah uh <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> uh, i think i think it, the friendship went one way at that point it's now it's now flows both ways um yeah yeah, we'll see. Still up for debate. <laughs> right now, I'm, I'm the equivalent of your Samoan lawyer friend. That's right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm saying we were not uh, part of the drug culture, we'll no. just say. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's Neither pretty hard to find someone more straight laced. Do you know what me, two so. movies you showed me that night? Uh, this and um, uh, what's the uh, Richard Linkletter film? No, you, you showed Based? me. Yeah, sh- that's what I was No, saying. you showed me. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas yeah. and Requiem for a Dream. Oh, wow. <laughs> like we just had an all-out uh, drug night. Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. And uh, I probably uh, none of us drunk. Mm, uh, I, don't I don't know if there was drink. There, I, don't know. I went to been drinking when I. I was gonna say I don't movie. think there would have been drinking there. I waited until right. I was twenty-one. Yeah. So. No, I, I didn't drink when I watched this. I I didn't. I don't think I did anything at the time. I this might have been before I even started smoking. Honestly. Yeah. So. Oh, you were you like twelve? Uh no, I was still I was in high school, but I want to say I was like tenth grade, something like that. All right, uh, wasn't All quite right. a freshman, but all right, because I heard about it in high school from a Nick. You have already said that uh, you like the scene with the cop. Is there anything else you uh, want to highlight? I thought, uh, let me be clear about that because <clears throat> I did not like the scene with the cop. I <laughs> thought the scene, the part where he was explaining. I'm going to quote method, you later on that you loved me- it. His method of evading the police. Yeah. That little monologue was very funny. Yeah. Um. Other than that, what about the scene when they're Trying to get to the entrance of that circus casino. No, not funny. No, that part is hilarious. Um, I honestly, I don't know. It's possible, and I'll give this to you that I see this movie through a lens of, uh, even though I see that it's supposed to be humorous, Mm -hmm. I see this through the lens of two people who have destroyed their lives. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really hard to me to find humor or any enjoyment. This movie doesn't seem to be grounded in any reality, though. Um, It's that thing that we've talked about (sighs) before, where I take the movie on its terms. This movie, um, 
Yeah. As a matter of fact, there's only one moment of this movie where I was like, it's a little too serious. It's that scene at the with the waitress at the end of the movie. That's true. Outside yeah. of that scene, this movie, obviously, they are somewhat in some kind of reality, but like... I mean, you have a, an angel holding a flame and arrow at the beginning of the movie. I just, yeah, but I even, refuse to take it as a serious even type like thing. so. Like you described the movie of him in the bathtub, mm-hmm. I see that through a lens of a grown man sitting in filthy water bathtub, getting mm-hmm. ready to kill himself. Mm-hmm. I can't bring myself to enjoy that scene, man. Um, now you can set up that same scene and yeah. under different terms I I completely agree with you but the fact that this movie the way that it plays the way that it's the, the ma- maybe it's the fact that I know some of it at least is based in reality it honestly sure. makes me so depressed yeah that people really do this to themselves that I can't enjoy this movie no. yeah. now add that to the fact that it is just completely entangled disconnected jibber jabber from start to finish with a few moments of clarity in monologue, Mm -hmm. not in the actual movie itself. At any point, (laughs) does he like really have any clear thoughts? It's just never going to be my movie. There's really, I'm not being like overly critical because I do like to do that. To the same strength, like level that that Nick does, but it's 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 a I agree. Like, um, I watching it as an adult that like as a kid who didn't do drugs and is watching a movie about drugs, it it's easier to write off the consequences right. of a, like a life that. But it's kind of like what you're saying. I look at that as the again, even if that's an exaggeration sure. of Hunter S. Thompson's life, it I do is. look at it as an adult now, and I'm just like. Man, this guy, this thing, is what people idolize. Like, it's just like Um, it's just it's like mis mis misdirection in terms, or you know, it's bad role models. Really, it's the Kardashian of its time. Too seriously. First, it's not it's not grounded in near as much reality as you. Yeah, but even if it's a even if it's a percentage, it's it's still bad. Ninety percent. Some of it. Some of it's true. Some of it didn't. Even if it was. That's where it gets five percent. It's Um, bad. If like they've got tapes, they've got like twelve tapes you can listen to, and it's him in Vegas with uh, Oscar Zeta, and it's some of it's true. Uh, Some of it's directly out of the book, Um, and but then other parts of it isn't. Uh, He was banned from American Express because he put this on his credit card and didn't pay it. Uh, so some of it is, and then at the same time, I think a lot I'm saying of the, even if it is a gross exaggeration, but most people know that. Though. Yes. But I'm saying the, the fact that it's even remotely based in things that sort of happened. Yeah. It saddens. It saddens. It's too silly to for it. me to take the real world consequences too much. Yeah. But I can't I watch a movie about a real person prison for this. I can't watch a movie about a real person that's loosely based on real events um, and not well, take it seriously. And by the way, before I finish that, the only reason that he was banned from American Express was because uh, when they found out he was writing the book, they refused to pay the bill because he was supposed to get paid for it and they didn't pay. Um, that was the only reason that. Happened. Thanks for clearing that up. Yes, I was worried about that. Yeah, um, right, right. Tonight yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. call you. I mean, like, Mikey, what was going on with that? Uh, like, American he's not, Express he's thing. not running around committing capital fraud because. Oh wait a minute! I get it. You were because worried that been, we thought less of Hunter S. Thompson. Been put in, God, in I, I, I prison for that. I was uh, wondering what um, in the world we were doing with this. Sorry. So, Nick, you were saying. Uh, 
I would say if I can give this movie anything, is that I do feel like it does give me a pretty good feeling of what it must be like to be an insane drug addict That's true. for a small period of time. Um, mm-hmm. But I dislike that feeling so much yeah. that it bleeds over into my overall feeling about this movie. Uh, the worst part about this movie for me, though, honestly, is the repetition of him. Of it. Sure. It is just like kind of the same thing over and over and over again. Guys get really drugged out and do drugged out stuff. And, I mean, it's like the same payoff in every end of every scene. Um, Are you telling me it wasn't uh, funny when he did the district attorney's conference? Come on. That's that, funny. Definitely not. Uh, that's hilarious. I'll and that's say this. true. They have. He, he actually did that. Like, yeah, that really sure. happened. I'll yeah. say this. Another scene that I thought was funny is when he... When that businessman walks into the bathroom and oh, yeah. uh, Flea is <laughs> licking his 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 yeah. arm, what you doing? Well, and he says like that that man. However he says it, but that man will like live his life knowing that there are things he'll never understand. Never like like. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm just saying, red woolen shirts. I'm just saying yeah. the way it looked. Red woolen shirts. Yeah. yeah. The, the way it looked, where it's like I put myself. Shoes of someone walking into that bathroom. What, what disturbed me most about that line is okay, so I remember it distinctly because he started that line with "With any luck, I ruined that That's man's true. life." With a bit that of that kind of says it with all a bit to of me, luck. man. Like this, these people are the scum of the earth. Yeah, the absolute dregs, scum of the earth, and it's, and to even like give them a podium. To spew their nonsense for entertainment's sake, I mean, I don't want to get ridiculous, but like, what? What? What's next? Like, He's playing. But a I, are we going to do public hangings again? No. Let's see how disgusting humanity can get and watch it. That being He's said, playing I, a character I, though. I get That's, what you're saying, but sure. like. I like that he described it as that men in red woolen shirts. Yes, yeah, like, the men in well, red woolen shirts. Yeah. Line was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I mean, but that, but that's the thing. He does play that character, and he plays that character in real life. If you watch documentaries on the guy, you'll see he acts the same way Johnny Depp did. That's why Johnny Depp did such a good job. J- Johnny Depp lived with him for a few months and and learned his mannerisms and all those things, and he that's why he played it so well. Um, he he. T- He's playing a character. I, I mean, and now, and yeah. that's the cool thing about Hunter is you never really. Now, I will say this: if there's one thing I don't like about Hunter is I actually believe that we're in the problem. We the problems that we have with our modern day media now is because of Hunter. But but that's the thing. Back then, that was entertainment, and that wasn't. And it is entertaining. It's entertaining to watch them basically him create a story out of half truths, um, as long as it doesn't have anything to do with politics when it's supposed to be somewhat true so what you're saying is that the person you like ruined journalism uh well i i don't i don't for the record mikey's wrong the 24-hour news cycle did that but let's move on i really enjoyed the parts where you know they really toyed with the humor of pedophilia and uh um female abuse those are my favorite abuse which one was female abuse? The waitress. Same thing. Well, the way uh, I don't yeah. say it, it fa- I don't the, that scene is very strange. It it feels odd is, in this movie. I'll give you that. One. The Lucy thing actually that like Still a great movie. the only thing I even find funny about that Lucy thing is the idea that when they show the the judge and they show them like basically like seems like a scene out of castration Alice in Wonderland. double castration and the idea that double like cr- by by the way well. by the by the way uh <laughs> Dr. Gonzo or whatever his name is is freaking DJ. out yeah mm-hmm. but, uh 
And he's supposed Literally. to be a lawyer, but he like has no understanding of what the consequences yeah. of law is. Yeah. Like that, that that makes me laugh like a little bit. Of like he's like, oh, like he's just like 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 a, like like he's believing that that could happen. It's like in well, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey when somebody almost dies and death looks scared. <laughs> I, the, I really love the joke when they they run they run into her in the car again. Yeah, even though that was the exact same joke they did with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, it's a uh, just it's, keep doing, just keep pressing that button. No, oh, but. Now, I want to say jokes, this, man. though. That, that whole waitress thing. A that times in one movie. The whole waitress scene also, it shows, in a way, the consequences of what the, the it, people It is become. interesting. Yeah, and it um, is like it shows towards the end of the film. It's not good. Um, it does, and that's the thing. The, end, the, the last half of the film, or maybe not the last half, the last three quarters. So wait, back up. Last quarter. Back up, Mikey. Are you saying that that scene is there to give a moral center to this film where it's like, listen, say at some of. point you get to a point where even you can't, um, this, you can't, um, let go of the exactly. fact that you're causing real harm. And then it ties harm. into that speech that he gives about Tim Leary. Um, and, and basically that's where he says that, that the drug culture idea as great as it was. It didn't work. Um, and, and that's and why where, did he keep participating? Yeah. Well, because, because and also, what, well, was, what was great about he it? wrote whatever. Well, he when when I say drug culture, really, it's the hippie culture, which had to do with the drug culture. But it was the anti-war movement was really what it, what he's come on people. Now. I think but, you could actually make a really strong argument that hippies ruin really harmed the anti-war movement. Uh, uh, well, and that's kind so that's of I think that's also kind of his point is yeah. that they through them acting the way they did ruin their. You know they ruin their own cause. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and and that's that's kind of where those scenes with you know yes they do dabble in and they they I don't even I won't even honestly say that they add a whole lot of humor. The only part with that Lucy that's even really all that funny is. when he um, when he does the phone call and it gets ridiculous. No, 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 no that's no. not even funny. It's when it's the question when, mark was emphasized. It, well, no, no, that's that what the, that's what the, the, that's not the lady at the end. Did. That's the lady that's at the end. The oh, sorry, that's sorry. the waitress. The um, the only funny part is when they're in the hallway um, and he's explaining it all to him and he's freaking out and he's like, oh, oh, oh. you know, that's the only funny part about that Lucy scene. Um, so I mean that's that's what about what I her say. Barbara Streisand paintings. Oh, those things were awful, and no <laughs> wonder she couldn't get them sent to her. But uh, you know, uh, you know, her thesis is on Barbara Streisand, mm. <laughs> right? So I, you know, and that's the whole thing with the adrenochrome and all that is, you know, uh, they pushed it too far. The, the last drug that he does that's where he the, almost dies. Or oh, okay, yeah, he, yeah. And that's when he wakes where up he with a dinosaur tail and the all way that, that he, Johnny Depp acts in that scene is. I know. Crazy. It's, his it's his eyes when he's under the towel and he yeah. looks up at him. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. It's incredible. He, like, you know, there's some visual those, stuff that it gets. We're, we're still. We're, I, I, I'm getting ready to talk it. in Keep the going. negatives. I'm just saying. Uh, did you have any more positive you wanted to. Yeah, I think you transitioned <laughs> very full into the negatives. I'm like, we're uh, still in the positive. I don't know. You asked me what I thought of the movie. And, uh, um, I just I'll spewed. just say this. So, things that I like, mm-hmm. I like. Not not always does it work out. I'm just saying, but Terry Gilliam is he he does what he wants in the sense of like he's a he he does not make run of the mill movies. Um, for better uh, for worse, Brothers Grimm. For better for worse, he does not make run of the mill movies, and this Bro- is a bro- prime brothers, example. Brothers Grimm. I, I think you could definitely make an argument that Brothers Grimm is very run of the mill. I've not seen yeah. Brothers Grimm, so I can't make an argument. So then, do you want to backtrack your statement? 
Um, well, you know, so everybody's going to make one make, corporate one for the man. <laughs> he might make run-of-the-mill films. Everyone's got to make one corporate one for the man, you know, Jerry? Sure, fair enough. Um, I'm okay with In that. general, I totally agree with you. His movies are anything but ordinary. Yeah. Um, and, like, from a person who always talks about interesting camera shots and things like that, I mean, this is too much at times, but I'm saying it is. Uh, you want to talk about interesting so. camera shots? I'm one just of saying the reasons that the movie works is the way that the camera interacts with the audience. I'm just saying it is. And it is because they are trying to like. It is a said, strength. They're trying to make it to where you are on those drugs, even though you're not. That, that this is, is the other one of the other things I was going to mention is I watching that movie. I, I'm not. I, I I get that it's what people who have not experienced it probably say yes. You know, but people that you talk to someone that has been on it and they're like, is it like that? I've heard people say, not exactly, but it's close. It's close. And if I were and if I were to argue with them, I'd say you I didn't would do much enough. rather. Just a second, you've heard, right? No, I would say they didn't do enough. Oh, never mind. I tried. Uh, I tried. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. I yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would much rather find out what that's like from a safe distance, like sitting on my couch watching the TV, mm-hmm. and and get a get a rough idea. It's a pretty good idea. A watered down rough idea. Then be the guy that might wake wake up in one of those rooms. Yeah. Uh, Would you want to wake up in a submerged hotel room wearing a dinosaur tail? (laughs) (laughs) Waiters and a dinosaur tail. And have a microphone taped to your face. Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, By the way, the part, too, that like, oh, makes me, oh, no, is it's not even referenced. When the camera pans and the wall just is inscribed in it, he lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm just like, what? Is well, that? and that that is that's that's the that's what happens. That that's the punishment. That's what these guys have done. That's why it's it's not a good thing what they're doing. The, the movie doesn't. Yeah, but it do doesn't. It, it does. Here's the thing. Does it does it put a negative light when he talks about the you know you, the, well there's nothing at the end of the trial. He's basically just doing. Drugs to numb the pain, kind of thing. Like it, when he's like, "Oh, you know, there's just nothing." And he zooms up. He's like, "Yeah, there's no light at the end of the tunnel." Does does it put it in a positive light? No, not in the same way that the same movie, like, so that I watched that night, does. Requiem for a Dream is a drug movie that I think casting a very bad. It and but it makes it. I don't know. I don't know. It makes it better to watch a movie like that because you don't feel like. It's like when we talk about you watch a movie where the main character is like a killer or something. Mm-hmm. You need something there to ground you to where you're going to root for that guy. Like when it's just a bad guy and all it is is you're watching a bad guy, you don't always like you end up are supposed to root like you're, you're supposed to root for someone and then you just have a hard time doing it. A lot of times the movie fails because of that. The fact uh, if that you want a case study in that it, watch uh, the Mel Gibson film Payback. And then try to watch the director's cut of Payback. Um, it is a very different experience. Very different experience. Um, and I, I don't want to get into it on this podcast. After we're done, I can talk it, about it. It's like Jared says too with movies that cover adultery. Like he can enjoy a movie where if the movie is about adultery and it's not cast in a nice light and, and nice things do not like there are consequences for that. Are we talking about the Notebook? Uh, I've not seen the Notebook, so I don't know. <laughs> just but, keep it that way. But I'm just saying, like, it's it's a no different point. thing than when you watch a movie where it's, it's glorified. glorified. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it to me, I feel like I could sit down and watch because especially now knowing though. 
knowing the end game mm. of, or, or you glorify the, it the in your own mind if you glorify it. That you I do. Mm. That's true. That, that, that's the thing about this I th- movie. I think you're making if, excuses. No, no, no. If you watch this movie through the lens of what are these characters actually doing, they're doing horrible things. Um, the thing is, is in nowhere does that movie say that it's cool to do what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to agree with Mikey on this, and there's no time I felt like they were glorifying this lifestyle. Uh, making light of, maybe, but not a little. glorifying. Yeah, all right. Uh, I agree uh, with the making light of. I think it's of. all in your head. I mean, he's not going to like it because he doesn't see, he does not find, for one, Hunter any, you know, interesting at all. I don't um, either, but I like the movie. Well, and I did... I didn't. When Here's I the saw thing: it. if you go down like the moral compass and the, all this stuff, Nick and I align very, very, very close to each mm-hmm. other. Yet, I like this movie, and he doesn't. I like it in the sense of, like I said, I think the camera work is great. I think, I think some of the scenes are just so weird that it's not like it. Um, I even some of the stuff that it didn't. It did, I, I didn't hold up as much this time around, but. I, I'm telling you, I laughed really hard the first time that I saw this movie, and when he shows up uh, at the the hotel, and the entire room is filled with like cops and narcotics officers and stuff, and they turn and look at him, yeah. like like stuff like that, where where uh, like the 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 idea of of these predicaments that he's getting himself into, like that that I did like uh, I I thought was funny. Um, it did it kind of lost its appeal this time around. I didn't think it was quite as funny. Um. I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying, th- there is stuff to be had. The 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 I think them riding down the road talking about backcountry is one of the most memorable and iconic Easily. scenes in a movie. Especially the shot of close up of Johnny Depp with the, the cigar in his mouth, where he goes, "Get in." Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just saying there are shots that like very much you remember, like visual mm-hmm. shots that stick in your in your in your mind. Um, and it's hard to knock a movie that can do that. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think Here's the acting something. is great. Like I said, I think the acting is great. I think it's consistent. And I think the dialogue, notably, again, the narration, which, yes, I'm going to give it a positive, but I, I do, like I said, I had heard that before, that it's pulled straight from the book. So mm-hmm. it's like, yes, you're using dialogue from the book, but, I, I mean, it is good dialogue. Like, I think I think well, anytime right Johnny way, Depp though. is narrating, I think it is just worded beautifully. Like, yes. I, Here's, I will Nick. say the narration parts are the parts I can get on board with. Well, and that's the thing. But they feel so disconnected to what's going on on the screen that it's just like, I don't yeah. I, I mean, it'd be well, nice to you, maybe read the book. And that's where it does it. help. It, it really does help to watch it again because I think that it fills a lot he of He has watched it again. Yeah. He doesn't like it. I know. Well, but I mean, if you do... Do you, know, you, you know how much it bugs Mikey that you I can don't tell like you with movie, 100% either. assurity now that we've done this on the podcast, I will never see this movie again. <laughs> yeah. It will never happen. Well, maybe not. Maybe I'll figure out a way to trade. You know, we'll have to trade movies or something. Before we trade. If I get married and my wife is like, I'll divorce you if you don't watch this movie, I'd be like, bye-bye. I guess I No, you'd probably be like, I never understood this this relationship. I didn't know the person I was getting involved with, apparently, because if this movie is this important to you, I didn't really. Yeah. It's a deal breaker. Before we transition uh, completely into things that we don't like. I would yeah. say this. Just wait till I, I transition. I, know, I can't remember what movie it was, but I remember it saying a, a little while back when we reviewed some movie that it was kind of a movie I was sad that I had to watch it through my cue it up lens. Yeah, This know. movie is in that category because while I normally truly enjoy just watching this film, um, I get a kick out of it. Oh, yeah, like, because I knew that, first off, not only did I know that I needed to be honest in my review of it, 
I also was thinking about Nick coming at me with things. So, like, I really did try to dissect. You're trying to build a defense and realize you had none. Is well, that the problem? but here's the thing. Like, I still enjoy the crap out of this movie. Like, that doesn't end. But, but, but when I'm there was a part time, of me that was sad that I had to see the cracks. When you I'm checking the time, it's not a good sign. Yeah. Like, oh, he was a poet and you didn't even know it. What would you say? I said if I'm checking the time, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's not, not a, a good, good sign. sign. Oh, man. He's a, Hunter, he's a Hunter S. Thompson That's over deep. here. He knows yeah. how to rhyme. Yeah. I don't know how to rhyme. I'm like All right, a, guys. I'm like Let's... a sober Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> so it's, it's, Hunter, I'm, it's Hunter S. Thompson plus. And you're not. I'm, and, not uh, I'm, but I'm not successful. I was going to say you're not successful. Or or you are. Yeah. Blah, blah. Um, <laughs> I'm like Hunter S. That's Thompson the second plus. best quote in this podcast. My favorite of obviously being. I, I don't get authors. I don't uh, got, Yeah, don't get authors. That was my favorite. All right. Um, I think I'm going to hand off to Mikey. Mikey, things you don't like about this movie. Oh. Uh, I've got, I've got none. There's I nothing know, that I don't like about, about it. Happened. And then anything that could be misconstrued as something that somebody couldn't like about it is basically done because it was all on drugs and they wanted to make the movie weird. Nick, anything else Case you want closed. to add? Um, I think if I'm going to like take this part seriously, the only thing I can really say is I don't really know much about Hunter S. Thompson, um, but if I wanted to learn something about him and try to figure out why he was like this magnetic character that people like, are yep. interested in and want to know more about. I if that's this this movie doesn't show me anything like that. Certainly. Um and maybe it's Johnny Depp, maybe it's I don't know. But like if there is a genius in Hunter S. Thompson, it certainly is not in this it, movie. It shows me well, because I know that those that narration is his words. It shows me he's a good wordsmith. So he that's, is that's an, all he is an extremely good wordsmith. And that's the one thing I would say. If anything, and you'll probably never do it. Uh, to see that, what you'd really have to do is you'd have to sit down and read the book and see what I, he wrote. I'm actually willing to read one of his books. Yeah, I mean, I well, no, that's that's. Honestly I will put a caveat to this: you should not have to read a book to enjoy the movie. Well, uh, no, no, no. But he's saying to under, understand Hunter S. Thompson. No, what I'm saying is sure. like I feel like with such a character as Hunter S. Thompson, there should have been something in the portrayal of his character that made me think: yes, he's a drugged out freak, mm. but. There's something there. Well, but I don't feel that at all. Do you all. think that well, the narrations? You said old, you like the narrations, yeah, the narrations but, but I mean, that's in all the portrayal. Of but I mean, do you think it's because old Hunter S? Well, what, well, that's how Hunter acted. Like what, I said, when did was, Hunter S. I mean, Thompson okay. die? Uh, two thousand five yeah, or two thousand six. And like I said, I I don't know much about the end of it, but like I know he was involved because I know, like I said, I already knew he basically Johnny Depp shouted him and stuff. What I don't know because I don't know much about Hunter Thompson is how how of his faculties was he then? Was he? You said he was still pretty. What do you mean? Like how he was, was still he? pretty with it and aware. Well, or he mean, thought the his, government was trying to kill him because he was exposing nine eleven. No, that was what his wife said. Um, his right. he he shot himself because he he he. But that was an. Do you mind. believe that? Well, do you really believe he what? did it? Because there's a lot of people that don't believe he did it. They don't believe he shot himself? Yeah, the government I, did. Yeah, his wife said that. I don't know. Here's the thing. Hunter S. Thompson has always had this weird thing with suicide, so I could definitely believe well, that he shot here, himself. Here's my thing. Um, Again, not knowing enough about him in his actual life, do you think that it has that that tinge to this movie that, that where it not, does not make him as this charismatic great guy because Hunter S. Thompson in his older life as he's helping with this movie is regret like is basically regretful, re- regretful about some of the choices he made in if, his life. If you want to honestly ask me why I think he shot himself now, this is just, I'm just my saying, opinion. do you think I've that, never read do you think into... that that's why it's portrayed that way? Because obviously you're not going to, 
You're no, not going to portrayed involve... that way because that's literally how he acted. But I'm you saying you're not going to involve someone in a, a movie few years after this book was written where he acted exactly like. But this. you're not going to involve someone clothes. in a movie where you're going to show him in a disrespectful light, unless they're okay with it. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like not you're not going to involve them in the. To Hunter, that's not disrespectful. That was Hunter. Um, Johnny Depp did the. I'm just saying, like he he does he he talks about. His basically his own life from a very dark point at the end. Whenever that camera zoom, well, right, away. but like, that was a, so. I'm that just was saying, like, smart, but that is Hunter S. Thompson. You're talking about that cool shower goes up the. Well, that's the, the yeah, yes, the very the, end or right. But that's the part the where he's saying that. that the the thing is, is everyone else that but that, he's only that thought they were part of the drug culture. The drug culture, though. He's but he's a, saying that people thought that it that there was a higher power and everything and guiding. And he's basically saying we're just alone, and I do this to like. I just do this because it's what I want to do. It's not because there isn't nothing. There's nothing making sure I'm okay. Like, like I'm just saying that to me strikes me as a man that knows that he's not, he's he's accepted his life, but he's not happy with the life. At the time he was only 30 years old. Um, he lived a lot. But yeah, yeah, but he's not 30 years old when he's, when he's talking with Terry Gilliam and them. I'm just saying, but this is his best work and is in spite of what everybody believes he really wasn't that successful um he died broke he lived most of his life pretty much because well never mind mind. nothing well never mind this is not a this is not a trial of hunter s thompson in this podcast um if Uh, if it was if you were castrated double double castration castration. the reason i believe that he i i think that he reached that peak um as a writer back in 1970 three or whatever to happen to a lot of writers and he never was able to get back to it he always tried he spent the majority of his life and then his life took a downturn when with his health and then he shot himself he just saw no more point now sure there's the conspiracy theories about the 9-11 that was all mainly done with his wife i don't know if it's true don't really care that's what i've always wanted to believe about him so anything else another negative for this podcast or for this movie Man, the amount of times not not in never in narration, but the amount of times that active on screen Johnny Depp is talking with that cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yes. That I can't understand what's being said, that it's mumbling. Like there were times where I got the gist of it, but I wanted I was missing all kinds of words and I had to go back and put I ended up subtitles, putting subtitles on and yeah. just leaving them on. I, I did at one point too, yeah. But the sad part was it didn't really help much. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like that. How, how can you say that's a po- like? How is that not a negative for a film, Mikey? It's, when you can't, when when uh, words are flying by it, so fast and and so unintelligible that like you can't you can't make out like the sentences that are being said. What did, what did Roger Ebert say? Something something along the lines of the dialogue could be summed up with the word "eh." Yeah, <laughs> it's just the uh, audio, you really should me, go. You should go read yeah. Roger. To me, even if you like this movie, his picking apart of this movie it's is not pretty the artistic. It's the it's the way the dialogue is presented to us. It's the quality of the audio, man. Like well, that too. But. I've never had a problem with understanding what they've said. Now, granted, I've also seen the movie. I don't know how many times. That may be why. <laughs> you know it front to back. I do. Um, so I, I'm I don't just saying, know. like it, to me, I ha- I didn't know somebody else did here, but yeah, I had to put subtitles on. Man, that's a big negative. For me. You know what? I don't know what this says, but. I didn't put subtitles on, and I just was like, I'm okay with it. That's but you, but you missed for, for a while, I was like, I don't really anything. care. I it's, mean, there's nothing about this plot that's really important. I, I'll tell you this. I stopped reading the subtitles because I was like, even reading them, this doesn't make but any it, more sense. Yeah. But if I'm watching matter. this for me, yeah. if I'm just sitting down to watch this, I don't put subtitles on. When I'm trying to judge a movie and understand the movie fully, for maybe for the first time, I want to know the words that are being sure. said. So, yeah. like, I'm just saying, like, it. 
I don't see how you could defend that. I, can, I mean, it's easy. He was on drugs. The movie's well, supposed to be about drugs. You, but you're you making a movie like where people are drugs. watching you it, can't man. Understand people with, with, yeah, or you can't understand what people excuse, are saying. That's not, it's the best excuse. You're making it sound it's like you just have film. a completely irrational love for this movie no. because you like Hunter S. Thompson. If this was a documentary, rational. your explanation would ring true. But they're not. They're making a movie, which means you have to make it so that people Dude, can understand If this was a documentary, they would have subtitled Well, like I said, I've never seen... The only time I've been okay with that is that one character, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> the old man. Yeah. Yeah. But that's an yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great Holy movie. Shoot that cow. All right, guys. I think that's good enough to close the book on Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. We are now leaving. We are now leaving. Thank goodness for that. Um, I never have to watch it again. I actually feel relieved. You're done. Yeah. Oh, the I'm trials are over. Oh, for Nick, there was a light oh. at the end of the tunnel. All right, guys. Um, it is my pick for next week. This is an interesting one to me. Um, so I, my pick is Interview of the Vampire. Uh, I'm really interested to, to see that. this because I remember it being a masterpiece. <laughs> Here's oh, the thing. <laughs> I, looked at Rotten, I looked at Rotten Tomatoes and I see it's at 62. So that does tell me it may not be the film that I remember. Um, I'm also reading Anne Rice's uh, series right now. I'm on book three. So I was already going to watch it. And I was like, I'll just wait for my pick and, and pick Had it. Had you um, read the books before and are you reading No, I have or? just been, I think I picked them up some sometime already two weeks ago. Have you ago, read so. the book that the movie is based off of? Yeah, so that's book it. one. I'll be interested to see what your opinion is because I've talked to a lot of people who've read the book and seen the yes. movie. Yes, and not only that, and, not only did I love, I mean, guys, yeah. I loved the book yeah so i'm I, i'm very interested to see because i've also not seen the movie in about a decade yeah, this so was, i'm coming in at pretty clean and fresh oh, really only a decade i don't think this I was saw this so. i rented it from blockbuster this was yeah. not a movie that, that watches on vhs 2008 this was not a movie Probably. that jared showed I missed me before but it's it been a long time jared's talking about this movie yes. in such a loving way that no made doubt. me go actually watch it at All one right. point. I remember it it's still really been, fondly, but I'm I'm open to okay. being wrong. It's been on this long one. enough that I barely remember anything. Though I will say this and I we'll, we'll talk about it. Bit, you know? Um isn't there a terrible special effect with a house burning? I don't know, man. There's a, um I remember be, I remember even that sticks out in my head. Can't be any worse uh, than the explosion at the beginning of Special casino. effects yeah. are not the worst part of this movie. Okay. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Interview with a vampire for next week. And until then, cue it up.